I V M. Hi, I'm Zarina Poonawala, your peak performance coach, life coach, emotional intelligence practitioner, and NLP practitioner. I'm also the founder of Abzo Expertise Unique. and my organization constantly aims at building leaders across continents after having worked with so many dynamic business honchos entrepreneurs startups ceos management gurus parents and student communities worldwide i am convinced that every individual has unleashed potential and all we really need to do is realize it watch the magic unfold enhance quality of life relationships and professions On my show, be ready for some riveting conversations with inspirational people, snippets, stories and much more. So here I am on this exceptional journey to find empowerment and inspiration anywhere I can. Come join me on this breathtaking path of self-realization, potential maximization, positivity and most of all, embrace your inner power. You are on your way to empowering yourselves. Welcome to the empowering series with Zarina Punawala. On today's episode, I'm in conversation with a driven, passionate and inspiring duo, resolute to create brand stories for organizations across various sectors. And are they doing a good job with that? Well, their proficiency and strategies are really taking their own firm a notch up. So please welcome the founders of The Honest Illustrations, Divika Mehta and Niklesh Karnani. Hello Divika and hello Niklesh. Hi Zarina. Hi Zarina, thank you for having us here. Thank you for uh, being on the show. I'm really glad to have both of you. You guys are doing a fantastic job and The Honest Illustrations always has something so fascinating on its page to watch. So I do follow what you are doing. and uh, keep a check on what's going on and there are such creative people so i want to know how have the past few months been treating you thank you so much for complimenting our page and liking what we do but uh, yeah the last 3 months they've been pretty taxing but they've even opened our eyes up to different things also like what it's been a roller coaster it started off with march being pretty decent it went to april which was really bland and then okay. uh, you know things just picked up from may and june as uh, a lot of brands are planning to go digital which actually is a part of what we do right so you guys have been enjoying this time at home and uh, how has work from home been for you and uh, the honest illustrations because i'm pretty sure that you're handling a lot of employees a lot of clients and sometimes it can be daunting right yeah for sure so in the beginning when we started work from home both of us were pretty skeptical because we've never done something like this before we were always working from office and everything was pretty hands on like feedback would be in real time we would be giving it to our designers immediately when we saw something but now when things shift to work from home it's a completely different dynamic you don't know always what's happening in front of you so you get a little skeptical about how you're going to handle brands and if it's actually going to work out are you going to be able to manage the team in a proper way but luckily it's worked out pretty well and in fact better than expected that is the first niklesh what do you have to say about that because i meet a lot of people and a lot of clients and in general the temperature around is that people aren't able to manage the whole work from home of course they've gotten used to it by now but 
um, you sound very positive about it, Divika. So let's see what Nikhilesh has. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the contrary, I think uh, work from home is to be candid a scam <laughs> because uh, we actually have to communicate much more with the client. As you know, say a client has much more time to call you and give you feedback about every single detail that either is going up on their page or you're doing for their brand. Um, mm-hmm. So, in terms of management of uh, you know your employees and and your team, it, I, I think that that is um, if you have a great understanding with your team, then. Then it's going to be smooth. It all depends on the kind of uh, uh, communication barriers you face. Yeah, feedback and approvals in real time are hundred percent way better. Uh, mm-hmm. But 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 over the phone, I mean, you have to get used to it, and I guess that's what people are getting used to. Right. But you guys have been doing well over uh, these few months, from what I'm gauging in your conversation. But there's something that I'm very intrigued about, and I'm sure that our listeners would like to know: How did you embark on this journey, and what made you call your brand? the honest illustrations my journey is pretty interesting as i started off in the event field and uh, you know i re- really loved organizing social gatherings events and tournaments like sports tournaments and mm-hmm. uh, while pursuing design as a hobby graphic design was always at the peak of my interest and uh, while doing that devika and i used to really discuss it and we were discussing ideas and figuring out how to start uh, something in this space uh, while we also realized that we had one goal to you know make design an essential and grow businesses through the power of design you know using the power of design uh, that was ideal for us and that's when the honest illustrations came up you know it was just a reflection of us as people um, and our personalities hence we used it for our brand that's pretty nice that's quite uh, amazing i'd say the word honest itself is so nice and honest you know somebody would just want to trust you your brand instantly <laughs> so I, i just want to know devika you have something to say about that your journey so my journey it is pretty unexpected because i was very inclined towards art as a kid but i never thought that i'd ever land up in the branding space i always thought that obviously i'll, I'll become an artist that was the only thought i always had but then when um, i did my major in advertising that's when i kind of realized that this is a really good option and i was enjoying it quite a lot i took a couple of internships and i went for them and i realized that this was actually what i wanted to do and when i was in these um, internships also I used to speak a lot about it to Nikhilesh, and both of us, like he said, would keep having conversations about this, about like how do we go ahead with design. And through our conversations, one fine day we were just like, let's launch Beyond Illustrations. So that that was about it. That's the story of your embarkment, actually. Okay, you guys have been. pretty strong with branding i think you have really taken your organization a notch up when it comes to kind of brand building for clients so tell us more about brand building in general and brand communication so if i talk about the current scenario many people think that branding is not an essential and of course in a time like this sometimes there are budget issues and many other issues that come into play but many people completely neglect this aspect when they are running brands and i feel that you shouldn't entirely do this because this is a time when people are kind of free and they want to know more about different things and you should always you should at least have your presence intact at this point of time so that when however long this goes on for and when this ends 
at least they have something to fall back on and they always have something to remember if you completely go mia during this time mm-hmm. people might forget you and this is in fact the best time to build brands and to build your existing brand to see what other avenues you can take it into and what are the possibilities there can be for it because you're also relatively more free and you also have that kind of time to put into it so this is a great time to take it forward so divika that was really well said and very well put out so niklesh what's your thought on brand building and branding especially since divika mentioned that times have changed and naturally you look at this as an essential from your perspective so what's your take on it i think uh, divika covered most of it and uh, you know to add to that making branding an essential right now and in general is extremely important as uh, you know it's all about being relevant to your time especially for upcoming brands and you know even brands that have been there since the past it's all about connecting with your audience it's about being respectful about what's going on let's talk about today master an essential and how you know a client of ours who was into shirts has now restructured their model and gone into production of masks which are comfortable soft and secure for uh, all her customers hmm. the reason she did this was to be relevant to this time and to be able to connect with the customer you know cuz everybody the world is going through this and uh, it's super important for us to connect with them not only by selling but by being empathetic towards what's happening to everybody true going forward with this brands like need to be understood you know people usually go wrong with the concept of branding as they only consider the tangible aspect of this that is the you know your logo your graphics your colors sound music jingle the voice whereas everything that they can see and hear right mainly the optics of it and whereas brands are actually like branding is the perception of a brand in a customer's head and that's what people need to get and you know the intangible bit the promise the personality the positioning and the emotion is what counts right now that's fantastic i don't think i've understood that perspective of branding so much but that's very true because there is an intangible aspect and maybe that needs to be tapped into right now so you are saying that branding is also about relevance in its times right so currently if you're branding for something like the example you gave of your client so there has to be relevance in the current scenario or in any scenario in the future where they can actually use it to their benefit and to show empathy and compassion at the same time is that correct absolutely absolutely okay let's imagine that you know a company comes to you and i do know a lot of people who want to get into branding side of things but apart from branding what else do you offer and how do you go about the whole procedure at the honest illustrations the honest illustrations is mainly a design studio uh, mm-hmm. where you know we focus on three main verticals that branding social media marketing and and content creation under branding we we handle you know brand strategy brand communication brand identity system designs ui ux and under social media we handle social media marketing for platforms like facebook linkedin instagram mm-hmm. and going forward for content creation we mainly create content in terms of photos videos and animation so we handle productions for these for uh, you know upcoming brands for brands that already exist corporates hence we are target is anyone and everyone who wants to build a brand and continue building their brand 
mm-hmm. in the long run okay do you think divika communication is an important aspect of branding yeah definitely communication is a very very important aspect because not only do we need to create communication for how brands communicate but mm-hmm. being in the business with having creative skills about of execution of ideation of creation you also need to have the skill to be able to put out that idea to your client sometimes we may create the most amazing design or you may create uh, the amazing visuals and or website or anything but if you can't put it out in the right way to your client it kind of falls flat and sometimes in our head we feel like it's the best idea and we've come out with and we kind of have a eureka moment but presentation skills really really matter when you're in this business and apart from presentation skills also it's very important to form relationships like from our side and also for brands with their customers for us it is basically about building rapport with our clients so that we have long term relations with them and because it's a very personal relationship because it's kind of putting your baby in someone else's hands when you've nurtured it and you've created it you always want to make sure that it's going in the right hands so it's kind of our job to make sure that we will take care of it and we are not going to treat it like an outsider that's a nice analogy actually putting your baby in somebody else's hand because maybe that's what entrepreneurs feel about their brands right so yes of course you have to look after them equally well and create that kind of comfort for them so definitely communication like you mentioned is important how well people listen because i think in branding or in the kind of verticals that y'all have at the honest illustration sometimes there can be a lot of miscommunication right so how do y'all deal with that in terms of miscommunication uh, with the team or with the uh, with the with the client both if you like <laughs> in terms of miscommunication with the client i guess it's uh, as our name suggests you know we are honest if if there's a mistake that's made uh, i think uh, it's be come forward and uh, come up with solutions of how to solve something and in terms of employees and the team you know we suggest the same to them as uh, you know if there is miscommunication they should you know we are, we are very curious we like to ask a lot of questions you know we make sure we have all our answers before diving into any project we set guidelines in terms of how many questions should we ask and we already inform the client that you know we're going to be picky we're going to ask you different questions you know we're going to pick your brain and get an understanding of what you have in mind for your brand as you know it's not easy to reach someone when you meet them the first time right like it's like a date like you have a first date with the client then you have a second date then a third date then a fourth date and then you understand the person better right so uh, once you it i think more than being problem solvers it's also about building relations mm-hmm. and understanding and as divika said putting yourself in their shoes and you know passing on the baby to the other person so that is very important so you guys have started young and i'm pretty sure that there are a lot of challenges and fears that come along with entering the entrepreneurship space at a younger age because most people have been trained in mbas and family business schools and things like that and then they join a business or they start a business but if you have yeah. co-founded an organization at a much younger time or a much younger age in life and you're also dealing with people possibly older to you sometimes that can be intimidating sometimes there might be fears or challenges that come with it so how do both of you deal with that in the beginning actually it was it really the age 
kind of did matter because people wouldn't really take us seriously everyone would just think mm-hmm. that these are just two kids who have just started something <laughs> and it's just like a hobby for them but then eventually yeah. even as we started doing we started working more and more the way we put ourselves out there also changed and the way we spoke also changed so i think that's kind of a gradual process about age being a barrier for us in the beginning mm-hmm. but answering the question about managing older employees that also happened quite gradually because again in the beginning it was very different for us because when we hired the first person who was older than us so it was a bit difficult not difficult as such but it was different giving them direction about how we want things to be new experience yeah it was a new experience and then like as we continued doing it on a daily basis even we kind of got the confidence that at the end we know what we want to do for our company and we know what we wanted to do to take it forward so age then it honestly becomes a number wonderful i think to add to that uh, it is all about uh, becoming familiar with uh, you know if, if even if we hire someone that is uh, older than us you know mm-hmm. it's all about becoming familiar with the person and uh, again as i said building relations as you know it's all about people management if you know how to manage people i guess uh, you're not going to have a problem whether you're old or young it you're going to get through with it irrespective absolutely true and what kind of challenges do you face and what kind of uh, fears have you overcome along the way challenges uh, and you know probably for the co-founders in general or even personally if any I think in terms of barriers uh firstly for me I was afraid of uh public speaking and uh, you know I at that point of time I didn't imagine uh, webinars and podcasts to be a part of our entrepreneurial role it was more about the business going out there getting clients you know the the hustle and bustle of it I think uh, it's really helping me overcome this fear of mine which I had during you know my college days when we started off at an early age we weren't taken too seriously because of two things one because of age and two because people didn't understand what graphic design is and right. i feel india now has really progressed and is understanding the value of graphic design of branding you know of uh, they are understanding the value of creators in general and uh, it's really picking up and allowing a lot of creators to put their work out there and be appreciated cuz you know everybody is looking for appreciation and it's helping them to grow more and more and we are seeing emerging talent every day absolutely so public speaking niklesh how have you managed to overcome this fear of yours because let me tell you public speaking is the second most feared thing in this entire world actually it's sometimes the first so people rather be dead than give a eulogy basically it's as simple as that <laughs> <laughs> so, how does how do you overcome this uh, this fear of yours and how did you manage because it's a common one it will be nice if people get a little tip or two from you i think you just have to experience a number of firsts mm-hmm. and meet zarina punawala that's <laughs> <laughs> a secret but anyway now that it's out <laughs> just like niklesh has his public speaking divika any challenges that you probably face yeah i do i do face certain challenges especially because we're a male and female co-founded studio mm-hmm. so sometimes 
it gets a little difficult for me to be taken seriously when that when our clients when our clients are male dominated right so sometimes even though i'm making sense and i know what i've researched and what i've said is the truth and it does make sense sometimes it's not taken seriously because of the stigmas we have right because just because of the parity disparity rather yeah yeah so and before also we would kind of we would also work with vendors like printers and we actually do work with them now also but now i do have relations with them but before also when a woman tries to communicate with them and explain things to them mm-hmm. it's not taken as seriously because they just feel that okay she's just talking bullshit i i think to add to that devika uh, really hustles the printers now <laughs> he does i think she's just yeah. got the knack of it now Yeah, yeah, and and like you know, they both will have conversation in Gujarati, and I will just be like, "What is going on?" And uh, you know, it's, it's great to see how they have this relation between the two of them. Yeah, but honestly, if there are any other female entrepreneurs listening to this, I'd just like to tell you that hold on to it because in the beginning, when this happened, I used to, I kind of conditioned myself to thinking that. Okay, no, I do need a man wherever I go because they're not going to take me seriously if I don't. If mm-hmm. there's not a man with me, uh, saying what I need to say. Mm-hmm. But if you're facing something like this, just hold it out, and eventually you will be taken seriously. You will make that way for you. But don't condition yourself into thinking that you can't do it. That is so motivating, and also you will not need a man eventually. That's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> So what about you Zarina? What about me? Do you face something like this in while speaking to your clients? To be honest, I may have faced it many many years ago, probably when I started out and I was younger because naturally I was new to the male dominated world, but eventually and very very honestly, I have worked with some wonderful gentlemen in my life and all of them have been so respectful of me and they've always wanted to take my counsel so i can't say the challenge doesn't exist but i did face it many many years ago now i don't so much because now i think over a period of time i built my own boundaries my own parameters and people know that either you step in or you step out right so it, it yeah. is all equal and i personally feel it's more about creating equal opportunities between genders than about equality because we are made differently genetically also and even otherwise we're just made differently so it's unfair to imagine everything going to be equal but it's very important that you understand when you're dealing in a so called world which is probably male dominated you don't have to think about the men around you you have to think about the job that you come with the focus that you have and the consistency just like you are doing right now devika so i'm guessing maybe 10 years later if this conversation happens with you you'll also think that yeah things are getting better it's not because they got better it's just because you made it better for yourself over a period of time you knew how to put your message across you know one of the things that i have faced and that i can share is i realized in the beginning that when you're working with a lot of people and especially when your business is communication right you will come across people who take uh, who think differently about the whole process of communication and it might get personal so one of the things i started doing very very early in my career is i chose my clients more than my clients chose me and uh, that worked for me <laughs> i guess that's what it is 
I think I, I think what you said is absolutely uh, uh, beautiful, and uh, you know I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about creating equal opportunities, and you know it's very important to do that. Um, I also about you know choosing your clients. This is something that you know initially we we wouldn't do, and mm-hmm. we realized the importance of doing this. And now when we go and resonate with a client at a meeting, you know we we try and get. where they're coming from where where they want to go we try and understand um their behavior you know they uh, are we try to understand what the goal is and what kind of people they are it's very important to us that the people we are working with uh we have, you know we are on the same magnitude as them and mm-hmm. they are on the same magnitude as us i feel it's a give and take um it's, so it's really important to choose who you are working with it is right because you know you can avoid a lot of unnecessary issues because i think one of the important things as entrepreneurs is not to say yes to everything but to know what to say no to and when you know how to say a proper no in the right place you can really focus on your priorities it just changes the game completely doesn't it i completely agree with what you're saying and uh, you know i really think that as students we were never taught to say no and uh, you know about say in these real experiences that we have and uh, you know when you experience it you just think you have to grab the first opportunity the second opportunity the third and so on but mm-hmm. uh, that's not the way we need to go right we need to look at opportunity the ones that work for us and that the, the ones that don't work for us you don't have to say yes to everything you and learning how to say no is something that comes with time is yeah. something that i think comes with personal experience yeah that's right i had one more question related to the kind of work you do as co-founders what are the pros and cons of having to share so many agreeable and disagreeable moments with somebody where business is concerned and having conflicting thoughts sometimes and sometimes being able to agree or not agree whether it's with the team whether it's uh, about your team about your clients about vendors anything or everything around you so what are the pros and cons of co-founding an organization a wise mentor told us just learn how to <laughs> agree to disagree <laughs> and uh, that really works for us okay wonderful i really have to meet this mentor of yours <laughs> devika what about you about both of us working together in the beginning we were a bit raw and mm-hmm. we would kind of get into arguments but we wouldn't know how to settle them we wouldn't know at the end of the argument we would still not know what direction it to take Mm-hmm. but over the years like nikles said about our wise mentor <laughs> we have learned about uh, to agree to disagree so now literally when we do have arguments there is a conclusion to it because we know if there is no conclusion to there no one else at stake but the company mm-hmm. so at some point we realize that you need to try to understand the other person's point of view and look at things objectively not only look at them emotionally That's nice, and I'm really glad that you guys take your mentor seriously. That's a good. <laughs> also, what do you think is going to be the future of branding, communication, even social media in general? Because everything's about social media. Everything's about the internet now, since you know times have changed, right? So, what do you think is the future of branding in general, and even otherwise with all the other verticals that you have? in india and globally in india i think it's building up you know people are starting to value it way more now than ever 
and uh, as this time you know covid-19 has pushed us to go digital and we need to put ourselves on social media platforms because of this as uh, you know the whole tangible aspect of it is dangerous right now hence people want to have everything contactless they want to see everything over uh, platforms like a website like like your social media pages and uh, branding is really picking up in india i really believe that in the next 5 years we will be growing and we will have many many more brands that follow the concept of branding you know they actually make it an essential for themselves personally yeah. and for their products all right devika what's your take on the indian markets for branding and the future of the business that you're in for especially in indian markets like nikhil said again that there has been more openness and more susceptibility to branding and design mm-hmm. i was actually having this conversation with my sister only recently mm-hmm. and what she also told me was that design earlier was considered a luxury like only the elite would get things designed not everyone would look at design as an essential really but today design is it's like the minimum expected from the brand right and if you don't have that in place people don't see you as credible enough because today also like for the simplest example if someone goes to your instagram and is really designed poorly and the content that you put out is very poor no matter how good your product is it's not going to get that traction so mm-hmm. it's extremely important to have your messaging in place and the way you put it out in place for people to trust you sounds pretty interesting and how about the global market what's your take both of you on the global markets globally i feel most of the places are quite ahead in this space as compared to india we are obviously we are moving at a really really good speed but the opportunities that are available globally not all of them are available here i think globally to add to what divika said we are getting there mm-hmm. but it will take some time and i guess we all have to just make sure that we put out how important design communication branding is for brands to actually take it up and mm-hmm. uh, you know make it an essential rather than consider it like a luxury you know because it is super important for people to accept that this is a very important part of their business and uh, growing their business through this space will allow them to reach the standard that they see and aspire to be in terms of the term international you know a lot of people come to us and tell us we want to be international you know and then our first question to them goes like but do you have the budget for it because today people want to get things done for cheap you know you are not going to the restaurant to try the cheapest item on the menu right you are going to try the best item on the menu the best whether it's the best selling or it, it doesn't matter whether it's moderately priced or highly priced mm-hmm. my point being is that to get quality you got to invest that amount of time thought money so that the people who are doing it get rewarded for it too Hmm. and uh, globally that is a uh, very well appreciated and uh, rewarded right now and i really believe the same trend has been followed since the last couple of years in india too right you know i read in a book that to make billions you'll have to spend millions first <laughs> so i think yeah. that's what you're talking about uh, yeah devika you were saying you adding on to something i wanted to add to that just saying that people create a very big divide between how things are done globally and how things are done in india but when 
when we are also talking about we're not that the stuff done in india is bad it's really really good like it's amazing mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad because there have been people who come to us who said that they want to create their new identity or something like but they have these specific words don't make it look like an indian brand or don't indianize it and when you hear it you're so shocked because why wouldn't you want to look like you're made in india because i mean what is there to be ashamed of because the stuff we do is great it's amazing but no one wants to acknowledge that you're so right in fact there was you know i like to see those memes which i used to badly pronounce earlier call them memes but nonetheless i used to <laughs> and i saw one of them which said that if you want to get a compliment in an indian state when you're traveling the best compliment you hear is that it doesn't look like you're in india you know when you go exactly. to, go to another part of india and you say ki are bahut achhi jagah hai you should visit that place because it doesn't feel like you're in india that itself is something that we should actually reconsider so you're you're absolutely right why not indianize brands and why not actually be proud of the fact that it's a make in india product or a made in india product right absolutely. yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's a good thing for you to promote and i'm so glad that y'all have this mindset also reena i had a question for you actually i wanted to ask you about what are your views on mental health and how it's picked up in a way where people are more open to coming out and speaking about their problems to help other people and grow what are your views about this and do you think it social media is a good platform to allow people to do that that's an interesting one niklesh so you know mental health i think was very tabooed in conversation if you went to a psychiatrist or a therapist it first used to be a taboo it was not looked upon very well and you know people considered you being crazy or some kind of insanity in you to have to go to a psychiatrist or take help like that now i want to compare this with physical health for a moment then i can um, explain what i'm trying to say to you specifically you see when people 20 years ago hit the gym when gyms were new when people hit the gyms it was not looked upon positively it was mm-hmm. if you are fat you're going to the gym it was nothing okay. to do health right so if somebody put on a lot of weight and they went to the gym and i know people who used to hit the gym at that point but it wasn't a fashion statement it wasn't a fad it wasn't about health it was about being fat if you're yeah. unhealthy you go to the gym and that was something which was also considered oh you're going to the gym that means that something's wrong with you too you understand so that was from the physical perspective of things over a period of time that changed drastically and considerably and you actually can see that the pictures or the videos you see of people working out are all people who are already fit so you wonder when they worked out and when they actually became that fit but they're already so fit that it just feels weird that why are you working out so much but then it's yeah. become a routine it's become a sort of statement it's become a, a style it's become a fad as well so now i'll tell you i find a delicate approach here where mental health is concerned because initially it was a taboo but now it's also become a little bit of fashion for the younger generation to go to a therapist i'm seeing a therapist really? yes it's it's become a statement which is great which is open which is amazing so at least in that way you're open to conversations about mental health now another thing is that forever human beings have about 12000 60000 thoughts in their mind all the time and amongst wow. these thoughts 85% of our thoughts are negative most of the time and 90% of our thoughts are repetitive 
so we kind of ruminate and overthink right so yeah. it is important for people to take help not because something's wrong with you but because it helps to kind of unwire and untangle all the thoughts that you have it's it's a good thing and people are opening up to that now however i also feel the more we are opening up to the fact that mental health should be an amazing discussion it should be widely spoken about it's not definitely not a taboo topic anymore and people are open to the idea but it's also something where you must not speak unless you have knowledge especially where words like depression are concerned words like uh, suicide are concerned people take these very loosely in conversation and you must not yeah. them loosely in conversation until you don't have the expertise to or you're taking uh, help definitely so yeah, definitely uh, Yeah, that's what I feel. I I'm happy with the way things are in the mental health space. I've been doing a lot of work. You guys know that. So you know, stress, anxiety, talking about uh, open conversations about what depression is, all of this. But at the same time, you know, when a twelve-year-old or a thirteen-year-old is using a word like depression or stress so strongly about their lives, you have to question and wonder as to where have they learned it and how good is social media for them if they're learning it incorrectly. So that's my take on it, really. I think that's really insightful and uh, absolutely on point. Thank you. Thank you, Niklesh. All right. So, I would like to probably come towards the end of our uh, segment. So, I wanted to know what is the kind of wisdom or let's say personal wisdom you'd like to share for people who are fresh talent or young entrepreneurs in your space. Don't be afraid of learning and knowledge. It's very important to go forward and be open to learn new things as trends change you know times change you have to be relevant you have to be real with yourself about where you are and where you're going and to reach your goal you need to equip all of the things that are required and to do that you need to be open to learning and gaining more and more knowledge i feel personally for me learning is very important and if, if i stop learning i go crazy you know i i feel i'm stagnant but i'm really not because mm-hmm. i've learned so much so always remember that you're the best of your today is the worst of your tomorrow and uh, you have to keep growing i love that i love that devika what's your advice or your counsel for all the young entrepreneurs out there i actually tell this to myself a lot so mm-hmm. i hope this helps you in some way um it's very easy to make an excuse and tell yourself that you can't do it but know when you're actually making an excuse to do something and when you've actually given something your all and you know that you've really put in all the effort to understand something and then move on because it's very easy for us to stop and procrastinate and tell ourselves that okay no leave it i've already done my bit and this is not working out and i don't think i want to pursue it any further mm-hmm. but have that grit and just move forward and don't be afraid to learn something new because you never know what's going to pop up and how it's going to help you in your career or in your life or however absolutely all right we've come to the end of this conversation uh, devika and niklesh and i'm i can't tell you how happy and overwhelmed in fact in some way or the other i am to have you both on this conversation today so i'm excited to ask you the last and signature question what empowers you what empowers me is the fact that i get to do what i do and i continue to do it learning and uh, doing your own thing you know being your own boss is very empowering for me and uh, you know learning from everything that's out there whether it's you know this podcast it's all the different studios you know all the different creators the people 
you know that out there i really like that i enjoy that it keeps me going every day uh, when i wake up in the morning so i think that is how it is for me wonderful divika what empowers you being able to take decisions for myself and being accountable towards them so tomorrow if anything goes wrong i don't have to blame anyone saying that i did this because of you and things went wrong because of you mm-hmm. it happened because of my own choices and i'm happy taking those choices because i'm i'm accountable to myself not anyone else i love that excellent what a beautiful answer both your answers were so beautiful what empowers you zarina lot of things empower me and probably i've answered this question also a couple of times but what really empowers me is knowing that i am not allowed my freedom you know not being allowed my freedom empowers me because then that's not freedom so similar to you like you like to make your decisions like you like to take all the credit or the blame for your own doings i feel the same way i think that's very empowering and what's most liberating is the fact that being answerable or accountable is one aspect but having to do things because others allow you to do them is something that yeah. i really can't see myself doing and that empowers me the most yeah that's so nice yeah that's, that's amazing thank you so i like that sentence i want to kind of put it in a nutshell you said if you have the grit devika you said that when i was asking for pearls of wisdom so i'm going to say yeah. you have the grit go for it i don't even know to make pretty <laughs> sure it does you guys have been wonderful very insightful extremely valuable in conversation and you've educated us about branding and help listeners understand not only branding but maybe how essential it is even in these times and i have to say that y'all are doing a fantastic job keeping such a positive spirit such a good attitude and approach towards work towards employees towards the current scenario and still kind of moving and treading along that's fantastic so all the best to the honest illustrations and all the best to divika you and niklesh you thank you so much thank Darina. you so much dina If you liked this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network you can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ivm podcast on twitter and instagram